Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to episode 23 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. I am Todd, and with me as always is the esteemed Jerry. Jerry? Hello, everybody. You look fired up tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> you look subdued, bro. Yeah. Uh, I just thought about how we're going to have to talk about the Redskins that already uh, put me to sleep. So we will delay that talk for uh, for our own forever. sanity. Uh, I wish. Jeremy, the third member of the crew, how are you, sir? I'm good, boys. Good to see you all. Yeah, likewise, likewise. So here we are, Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a follow on Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple iTunes, on any of your favorite streaming services where you get your podcasts. Or least favorite, just listen to it. Or least favorite. That's a really good point, actually. You know, if you're you're not first, you're last, and we don't really give a shit as long as you listen. So here we go. Amen. So we're going to start on a positive note tonight, and in about an hour's time as we uh, record this podcast on Tuesday night here in October, our Washington Nationals, be still my heart, are playing a home game to possibly eliminate the St. Louis Cardinals and move on to the World Series. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What, Dude. I'm actually riveted by this by this baseball postseason. This has been some fun shit to watch at night. I'm not riveted, but I enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I fell asleep, so I you know. But uh, I watch in the morning to do well, what I was for. For anybody that does not know, we have a uh, we have a wings, beers, and tears group chat. Uh, we have some some former guests on from time to time, and pretty much every other uh, message from Jeremy has to do with the umpires being garbage or the referees being completely incompetent. <laughs> it's hysterical. Can't even watch his team win. He's like, well, oh, look at that fucking pitch. It's the greatest thing about ESPN, <laughs> and I guess TBS does it too. They superimpose the strike zone, so you can just see how fucking incompetent the guy behind the plate is. It's the best thing ever invented. I do. I do dig. The, uh, the strike zone technology as they put it on the screen. It's, it's improved so much over the like, years. Strike, and he's arguing with the batter, but I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And the foot outside is, oh, strike. Good job, dickhead. <laughs> uh, with all that being said, it is actually fun to watch uh, our, our team make a run. And, I mean, we have said it here. We are not the only ones to have said it. The media has been all over this, but the parallels between this team and the Caps team that, that made their Stanley Cup run are so, so numerous. You know, being the favorite and having your heart broken, getting right to the doorstep and then just having the door slam shut in your face. And here they were back their way into the playoffs, did not play great at stretches. Um, as good as they were the second half of the year, August, September, there were some dicey moments. We even had some times here on the podcast. Where we're like, fuck, if they have another losing streak, they might not make they the might, wild card. They might not even get in. Exactly. But I got to tap all of us in the back, well, at least the ones of us who are smart. And, uh, <laughs> Say that we did all the way through, even through that time. Say if they make it, we still like their chances. Yes, yeah. oh, because sure. we just we liked them against the Dodgers. I mean, that couldn't have been any tighter. But we liked them all along. I don't think we expected this, but we, we you know we've been, we've been pumping their tires pretty good. No, we definitely have been. And again, I said it that the Dodgers were were just they were praying that Milwaukee got through that wild card game because yes. they looked at the Nats and went, "Fuck, this is the only team that can really go toe to toe with us hitting." And their pitching's just as good as ours, right? You know, the pitching has been amazing. I mean, you said it, Jerry. You said when you can roll out Scherzer, Straws, and Corbin in whatever order that yeah, has to says sp- fuck you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, exactly. Sanchez is like, um, I'm right over here, guys. Nice well, no hitter out of the seven. No hit. <laughs> so we. It's funny that you talk about the Capitals parallels with the Nationals. It's not only just what you said about past failures and you can't get past a, a certain round. It's it's even how this has gone, right? Caps uh, last year against the Columbus down 2 nothing. Everybody thought it was over. 
Um, things were looking bleak. They managed to come back in that series, and then they started steamrolling. Here, they're playing Milwaukee. They're down in the seventh by two. That pitcher Hader comes in, who's awesome, and they were able to get to him and win. And ever since then, they've been on a roll. Yeah, they've been they've been pitching well. Mm-hmm. Um, even against the Dodgers, um, they pitched pretty well. Um, but against the, the the freaking Cardinals, it's almost like holy shit, the pressure's off. Yeah, we are rolling now. Yeah. The the Cardinals. I think had the tenth best batting average in the National League, so it's not like they're world beaters. They're changing up their lineman, uh, their lineup tonight to, to try to get some sort of traction, but um, it's been historically dominant in this series. I'm yeah. stunned. I mean, yeah, no, Sanchez comes in, he pitches a gem. Scherzer, um, a no hitter into the seventh or eighth. Same with Scherzer and Strassi last night was pissed that they got one run on him. Or in that, even that was a bullshit with a, with an error. Yep. So, um, I mean, you can't ask for more than that. They're saving their bullpen. They're hiding their bullpen. Well, they have to. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, you you just have to hope Corbin can match it mm-hmm. um, and end it tonight, so people can get some rest. I know that you never want to mess up the 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 uh, the, but I, I say screw that shit. You end it tonight. Amen, brother. I'm so glad you brought that up because I heard that all day was well. Hundred percent. Jesus if, Christ. If they lose or if they win, then how many days off? Just fucking win. Because I got news for you. Baseball is the one sport, unlike the others, where three zero deficits. I think it has the most comebacks of all the other sports in in terms of playoff well, series. You, you you see teams win four games in a row all the time because they play eight thousand games during the regular season. Well, now so, now, but not only that, you let them win one. Now they get some confidence. Yeah. That's it. Now you're coming That's back it. and Scherzer pitches again or whomever, and they're not as sharp. Mm-hmm. Now. Holy shit, dude! We're we're back in St. Louis, up three two. And not to mention, St. Louis has been there and done that, dude. They're yeah. this isn't their first rodeo. This is ours. You know, we need every, to end this shit. Every time you don't end it, your ass gets a little bit tighter. Bingo. You know, and you just want to end it. That way, you can pick your rotation. You know, it's not like they just sit around for a week and do nothing. They go to the Bahamas and come back. They pitch simulated games. They play simulated games. It's not like they're not swinging the bats. They're getting work in. It's not obviously the same, but it's not like they're just sitting around. So I don't buy that shit at all. I think I I, I don't either. And, And our biggest trump card on this team is the starting rotation. And even if they're not having a great game, if they can get 90, 100, 110 pitches into the game and leave giving yourself a chance, that's huge. And you have more chances to have games like that from your stud starters if they have a little bit of a break. Absolutely. I mean, anybody that's saying they don't want to win tonight doesn't know anything about winning. I mean, just win <laughs> the goddamn game. Shut the fuck up. Be happy. Well, I mean, if they don't win tonight, if Corbin loses, then who pitches tomorrow? Uh, that's right. Is it well, Scherzer or Annabelle, right? I think I think they probably put Sanchez back in, but Do tomorrow you know, I think I think the weather pitches tomorrow yeah. because that's but, another issue. But what I'm saying is, is, as well as he did the first game, and that's awesome. Do you trust him for two in a row of a gym like that? So you're not even pitching your starting three pitchers tomorrow. Your best three, right? It's not like Scherzer goes back. You have to win the night because if you don't win the night, you may not win tomorrow. And it's reasonable thing. Now you're three two going back to St. Louis, and everybody's. 
you know, you have to win tonight. I agree. There is no, there is no downside or benefit. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and hoping and hoping that we just kind of broke their spirit last night because Flaherty's a good pitcher. Yes. And he was, he was rolling pretty good. I, I thought he got a, a little bit unlucky. I thought the Nats had some of the bat luck last night. And that's worked against us in the past. I mean, I'm not, you know, played hard, hit, hit the balls, you know, where they needed to. But um, it's almost like you could see that St. Louis, you know, side just kind of going, wow, how is this happening to us right now? You know, and uh, uh, they, they're, they're, I think they're gripping the bats a little tight right now. I think they're frustrated at the plate because the pitchers from, from the Nats are doing a really nice job. Um, they're not getting flustered when they get deep into the count. Uh, you know, they're getting ground balls when they need to. Um, what I love is the, the K rate we're getting because a guy like yeah, Schmidt does yeah. not strike out, and he struck out what, like four times in the yep. series, Fowler six, something. I mean, mm-hmm. guys, they're just it's, – it's almost more than dominance. It's like it's pretty much ridiculous. No, that's a good point. But what happens if they lose tonight and then we roll out Sanchez and they roll out Wainwright, who pitches on one day short rest? He's a better pitcher than Sanchez. Yeah. So yeah. – and that's what I and that's what I mean. I mean, you go back to to Boston when they finally broke through and 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 broke the curse. Everybody remembers them breaking through and how exciting it was. They were down three nothing to the Yankees in the American League Championship exactly. Series. Yeah. And, and so this is not an unprecedented thing in in modern history here, where teams. I think even a couple years ago, um, there there was a series. Maybe even Ben Houston was involved, and whoever it was got it to three three, and then the other team ended up finally finishing them off in Game Seven. But talk about unnervy for no reason. You know, you got there right. tonight. Fucking get it done because it's uh, uh, you know, one game at a time in baseball. Baseball's so weird in I that mean, regard. I guess they would save. Sh- Scherzer and Strasburg for six and seven. I would. Yeah, I think you almost have to because otherwise one of them is going on short rest, right. and that's not a good but, recipe either. And if you lose that game, then that guy's gone. Yeah, but Jeremy, what if they get too much rest? <laughs> I mean, Dakota. <laughs> but Dakota Hudson is a good pitcher. Oh, he's so. very good. No, he's he's very good tonight. Tonight, very interesting game. I think this might be the first game where it's like nine, seven, ten, eight, and and you see some bullpen guys in there relatively early from both sides. Yeah, and it's, you know, on their side, it is not the end of the world if you lose. You don't have to get demoralized. You lose a game, and the other team's going to come out and fight. But, you know, I'm just, I'm tired of the, oh, well, we shouldn't win yet. It's too quick. I mean, uh, just fuck off. That's no. just stupid. I'm in a great mood, by the way, obviously. Uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy is peppy that's, this evening. That's stupidity. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, I can't you know. people bring that up. And what the hell are you doing? Obviously, <laughs> we, our Caps we, fans. We also have to think, to, to, to your point, Todd. I don't. I think Corbin shuts them down because I just don't think their lineups that that good. I, I, yeah, they they I just, just they, they look defeated a right. little bit. Do we you know, know what tweaks? The, I heard they made tweaks to the lineup. I have no idea what those tweaks are. I'll research that and get back to you, Jeremy. Hold on. Thank you. Pete Mess, Methurst put it perfectly in the pregame shows. I was listening on the way over, and he said, so I'm pretty sure he just put all the names in a bag and then dropped them out in the first nine <laughs> is what he was going to roll out. He goes, but you may as well at this point, because apparently they're a very even, deep lineup. Like, their pinch yeah. hitters are, you know, they're very serviceable major leaguers. So I, I don't think they can go wrong. And again, St. Louis has now been here consistently for the last decade, decade and a half. They have always been very relevant they've won their own titles and they've been relevant so this is nothing new for them all right so here are the changes that they list on espn tommy edmund whoever that fuck is (laughs) he'll play third base and hit lead off for the first time this postseason my guess is he goes four for four with two home runs and say fuck you jerry he sucked too but he's uh you know fowler's been leading off so that's the change they're putting lead off spot fowler's out and they're putting a guy named harrison bader in Mm -hmm. at center field yeah Um, Pushing Fowler to the bench. Um, 
Jose Martinez will instill will, will draw another start in right, and he can hit. He has been hitting. Well, of course he can hit. He's, he's swinging the bat as we speak, even though the game hadn't started yet. <laughs> I love he that guy, though. Like guys, that guy's great, actually. So the lineup for St. Louis is uh, Edmund at third, Martinez right field, Paul Goldschmidt at first. He's such a good player. Marcel Ozuna at left mm-hmm. field, Yadier Molina at catcher, Paul DeJong at shortstop, Bader, Colton, Wong at second base and Dakota Hudson, the pitcher. Mm-hmm. So that's not that much of a change. It's so, really not. And that, it, you read off those names, that's a good lineup, man. So I mean, Wong, Wong is the only lefty in the lineup, which yeah. isn't a surprise, no. given that Corbin yep. uh, is a batting a buck 90 to lefty. And I'm guessing, so yeah, so the other guy, the guy they brought in for Fowler, who's a lefty, is also a righty. Yes, so, yeah, correct. They just went, they're going righty heavy, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. against Corbin, lefties are mm-hmm. one out of ten. But, but I tell you, there's something about <clears> – <throat> And, of course, this goes against what's going on right now in the American League. I mean, in the American League, you had two teams win well over 100 games, and here they are facing off in the ALCS. That's exactly how you draw it up, right? But in the National League, you've got two, the, the two teams of the five that were in the tournament that had the least amount of wins in the regular season. Yeah, went one, two, and out first round. Exactly. So there's just something about when the pressure's off as the favorite, when you've been the favorite before, you just, you you know, use the different fucking cliches, you know, house money and all that bullshit. But there is something to be said for that. And we did say if the Nats get in, they're going to be a tough out because the pressure's off a little bit, you know. And even in this series, they didn't have home home field advantage. And and now here they are with a chance to, you know, yeah. to knock out St. Louis at home. They have two opportunities yes. at home to knock them out. And you know what? These fans deserve it because – um, we're not the biggest baseball fans in the world. We, we follow our local teams because they're our local sports teams, and we'll go to games, and we'll have a few beers, and, it, and it's, a fun, you know, it, you know, it's a fun day at the ballpark, whether it's Camden Yards or Nats Park. But there are hardcore baseball fans in this town, you know, and I, I commend them for you know, being at games in May when it's 50 degrees and like you're playing the Marlins, and it's like, holy shit, I'd rather be doing anything. And they are there because they are Nats fans. For their sake, I really hope they get it done in front of the home fans. I go to one or two games a year. Yeah. But I sit Cam- out in the red porch. Cam- I barely watch the fucking Camden's game. Camden's a lot better. Oh, Camden rocks. Yeah. yeah. Camden rules. Would, I'm completely biased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it. But even well, when I'm a get Cam- in, Just to get in and out. I mean, it, it, yeah, but I mean, even it, when I'm at Camden, I'm usually in the outfield. I'm usually like walking around a little bit, hitting right. up a pub, doing whatever. You know, watching the game for me, watching a full baseball game live, it d- doesn't have the allure. I'm not a um, baseball guy. No. No, but it is exciting to see this. Oh, you know? absolutely. I want and, all the Washington teams to win. Hell yeah. And, and it's nice to, to see the casual fans that aren't as hardcore baseball-centric really in, embracing this run. You so know? let's hope the next time we talk next week, we're not just like talking about the biggest fucking meltdown in MLB history. See, that's just it. It wouldn't be the biggest in MLB history. It would, right. well, it would be for this one. <laughs> yeah, it would, be, it would be in this sense. Because when the Boston Red Sox came back and the Yankees, like you said, the Yankees had won 27 million fucking championships before. <laughs> and it's embarrassing and it pisses you off. But at the end of the day... You're still like, see all those banners? Yeah, you're still yeah, like, no, right. Washington has no... This might be the one fucking chance they have. See, I, that's the pessimist in me too. I was like, I was all fired up last night. I was like, damn, that was such a great game. We just put the hammer down. I haven't seen our teams do that. And that was my next thought. I was like... Man, I hope we move on and win this well, thing. That's what I'm saying. You know? that, that's the that's the pessimist in me. Mm-hmm. That that's all of my teams choking. Yeah, same here. You know I mean, how many times we've seen the Caps <laughs> up three one and fucking lose? Absolutely. No, no. I mean, pretty much every year, other than the <laughs> champion. That's why you get ahead four zero. Yeah, 
Yeah. Seriously, it's not over until you fucking win. So just win. Just win, baby. You say it's not over until it's over. <laughs> like when we were when when West Virginia was really good and in two thousand seven they had a chance to win the national championship mm-hmm. and go. And they so lost. shit the bet against Pitt. Yeah, they lost thirteen to nine to Pitt and LaShawn McCoy. I was like, Who the fuck is LaShawn McCoy? Anyway, that guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> turned out to be not bad. Every I mean, everybody was on suicide watch and the you know, <laughs> I mean, most everybody was just dumb rednecks going, I can't believe we didn't win. Fuck that guy, right, right, blah, blah, blah. But the people who actually <laughs> thought about it were upset because that was our shot. Right. There was no other time that's ever gonna happen. That was the one freaking mm-hmm. chance. So if you understand that, you only get one, unless you're Alabama I was or Ohio say, State, yes. or unless you're the Yankees or the Red Sox. And, and Washington's a big market team, but this may be the one freaking shot. Yep. Right? The because, stars have aligned, right? Yeah. I mean, because it, at some point, Strasburg's getting up there. Max is getting up there. Yes. Zimmerman is playing well in the postseason, and he's, uh, this is probably his swan song. But, you know, Rendon may be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Stras yeah. has his opt out, which he's almost definitely going to take. The question is, do they resign him or does and he they, go somewhere else? And he else? has Boris. Yep. So that motherfucker. You know, this is Asshole. this is the one freaking. Can't shot. say I'm not jealous of him though. No, no, yeah, this is this job, is the this fucker. is their one shot. No, you're right. The the, the, the stars have aligned. It, it appears that the path is there for them to not only they've already achieved more than they ever have before, but it appears that the you know the path is there for them to win the whole fucking thing. Right. You know. From uh, Major whole, League. when the whole fucking thing. There's only one, thing, there's to only do, one thing to do. Win the whole fucking thing. Oh, boy. Come on, Nats. Let's oh, go. Man, Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was 17 minutes of riveting baseball talk. I'm All proud right. of us. Go Nats. Not That's sure the sum and stuff. Well, hey, here's a, here's a wings, beers, cheers, and Nats. tears. Cheers Fuck to the Nats. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it, boys. All right. So we will turn our attention to our other... Um, <clears throat> aptly named uh, Washington team, and instead of N A T S Nats Nats Nats, it'll be C A P S Caps Caps Caps. Is Reardon fired yet? <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. All right, so here's the deal, Jerry. We did our fucking preview show, and I showed you the schedule, and I said that October was going to be a fucking gauntlet, and you were like, "We better be like ten and four. bro. <laughs> and here we are, right so where I thought we would be. Good. Now, I will say this in your defense. I'm not happy with Reardon right now. First of all, you don't need to defend me. I'll defend my fucking self. <laughs> uh, so I am not. I am not happy with Reardon right now. But I, I give it pause because I believe there are enough stretches of games where I can see what this team can be, and I'm very excited about it. The problem right now is there are lapses during games that are god awful, and I don't really know how that's happening. And it's and it's frustrating as a fan, you know. Analytically, I, I can see exactly what they're doing, and they're working out the kinks, and they don't have all the parts and pieces they really want. I never thought I'd say this. Kempney coming back is going to be such a fucking shot Why of adrenaline. Why the fuck isn't he back yet? He was supposed to be back after the first game. So did he have a setback, or are they just being a bunch of pussies and playing him not, until he's one hundred percent and not even? You know, I don't know. What are they waiting for? I just think they're being careful because they did do well those first couple games. You know, if they'd lost, you know, gotten one or two points out of the first four, they might say, shit, we can't go any further in a hole. But they, you know, they bought themselves a little time getting six out of the first eight points there. And, you know, I just think that this, he obviously, he didn't just tear a hammy. He destroyed it, whatever the hell happened. And I think that this injury is, 
I don't know if it's one of those that comes out of like, you know, construction falls type of thing or car accidents, but they apparently have some pretty serious data about how long it takes before you can be full, you know, full strength again. And I think they're really trying to ride that as far as they can. I don't think he brings many wins. I mean, I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's going to fit in well, but it's not like you're plugging him in and you're like, all right, now we're good. No, but no, but we kind of are because what it does is it, is it, it allows other players to play more meaningful minutes in their wheelhouse and not having yeah. to cover for shuffle Jensen Correct. around anymore. You get Correct. swings off the top. Player. You know what else we could do? <laughs> well, the, but you know, you know what the number one thing is. I don't know if you'll actually figure this out, but I'll tell you if you don't what they're missing. Go ahead, Jeremy. Well, you know, I defer to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have, they're going to reinsert Stevenson into the lineup. So ah. <laughs> yeah, Stevenson is uh, fourth line center tomorrow night. Jesus fucking Christ. We could play with two people on his line and it wouldn't be any different. <laughs> It wouldn't be any different if he didn't play on his line. It wouldn't be so. Different. So have nobody else. If he missed, it, if he missed a shift and just didn't go out, we yeah. play with two people. Coach only four, so that's fine. We have we'd have the same fucking result. You know, so hockey's funny, right? Because the year we won the cup, we definitely had stretches of that season that we were not good, and I want to say it was Thanksgiving ish. Because that's usually when coaches get get the axe in the NHL. Because you still have enough time to come back. You know, there's enough points to be had on the board. Pittsburgh a couple of years ago, correct. And Trotz's name was getting thrown out there, and they were like, "He's such a good guy. He got him to play the right way, but he can't get yeah. us over the hump." Last year was deal, all right? That stuff. Uh, you know, is is he? Does he need to be, go out the door? And and it took us a while to find our stride. I don't think. I don't think Reardon's job is in jeopardy, and I don't think he is the issue. I would like to see a little bit more um, consistency. And I'm going to use this word. I'd like to see a little more pizzazz from the coaching staff. A little bit more fucking fire. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you can go out and kick him in the balls, and he just looks at you like, okay, we're ready to play. <laughs> I, I don't want anybody kicking anyone in the balls with skates on. However, uh, I, I would like to see a little bit of shakeup with the power play units, with our zone entries on the power plays, with our PK units. Uh, they are playing your generic fucking Hockey 101 box defense right now. And is it personnel? Is it the fact that they've got guys uh, who they would rely on on the PK that also have to play the power play at times? I'm not quite sure, but we seem very vanilla and bland on special teams when I was hoping for a little bit more um, innovation. And another thing, <laughs> this motherfucker Richard Panic is that his name? Mm. When is he going to fucking get a point? I mean, right now he hasn't. He has zero points in five shots. That guy is a major disappointment so far. Did, did they drop him to the fourth line? I believe so. They, can they drop him to the fifth line? <laughs> so you can play with Stevenson? <laughs> Stevenson. Oh, your boy. Dude, uh, I, I sent this text out, and I know Jeremy was fucking fuming. He was probably just sitting around after he received the text, put the put the phone down, and walked around his house. <laughs> but I was doing the game last night. I tell you, I honestly didn't read it. But he has he has Siegenthaler has more points than him. And I said, if I saw that, if yeah. Stevenson really steps it up and plays hard, maybe he'll have more points than him. Yeah, and everybody laughed right. except for Jeremy. I know he was like, "Fuck that guy, fuck Jerry, you fucking suck." No, I don't hate you. You suck. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were like Jerry. Jerry Jeremy probably hates me. Me. Yeah. Jeremy was like, no, no, I don't hate you. You just suck. But Stevenson is exactly what I thought he is. It's I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at the P, at the coaching staff for keep playing him when he's he is what he is. He's never going to be so a I'm, productive player. So I'm not I'm not happy with the fourth line either at all. I'm not I'm not even going to sit here and defend Stevenson. I think panic has been very underwhelming. 
Um, I will say this, though. There are way, way bigger issues. If you're worrying about your fourth line right. mix up this early in the season, you got, you're, you're definitely looking at the red hair. Number one biggest issue is Braden Holtby because he sucks right now. Holtby is not seeing the puck well. Holtby's not fantastic. All right, let's, let, let's save that real quick. We'll have our Holtby discussion here in a minute. Um, I am, and I know this is sacrilege in this house, I am really, really disappointed with Tommy Wilson right now. Me too, man. And I'm disappointed with Verona because Verona's my guy. Tommy's your guy. I thought Verona's been playing pretty well. Though. Uh, Wilson had goals in three straight games. He, he does. He got knocked down to the third line, I believe. He was, he was responsible for two out of the first three goals yesterday. He only has two goals, by the way, for the whole year. It must have been points then. Yeah. He was, he was floating in fucking space yesterday twice against a young upstart team that was skating well from the beginning, and his lack of defensive awareness cost them two goals. And people are like, oh, new ass or something. Sorry, Holly. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm talking about Verona right now. Um, uh, him too. He was he was shit in the first period yesterday. You know, well, those and, guys look disinterested. <clears throat> and against Colorado, when you look oh. disinterested, they pummel you. Oh, absolutely. And guess what? Tomorrow night, Toronto comes into town, yeah. and they're going to fucking roll us unless we get our shit together. And you're because you're playing Toronto and all the refs, right, Jeremy? Always, <laughs> always. When it's Toronto, man, every call is going against. You. All right, so here's here's my little thing on Holpe. Well, no, 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 I'll let you take the Holpe thing away. So, what do you think is the issue? What do you think? Do you think he's just? I think he's disinterested at the moment. I know. I think he thinks it's a long uh, season. Um, you think he can just flip the switch? It's he a contract seems to get year. rattled more than he used to. I thought his strength was always he never gets rattled. Mm-hmm. He gives up an easy one, uh, but now they seem to come in bunches. And Samson off. Samsonov. Samsonov looks much. He's fucking good. Yeah, he looks he's much really clearer. Good. I mean, he he looks more <clears throat> focused. It almost like, you know, my first thought was, well, he's probably not playing against the good, good teams like like Holpe is, but also maybe the defense is just playing better in front of him, and he's not really taking the chances that Holpe's taken. But that doesn't make sense when you do repetitive games, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. I. You know, Hopi. It, there's just something about Hopi that doesn't look. It doesn't look like he's so it, zoned. So, so I'm going to play play both sides of the the, the coin here. God damn it! Is all I got to say. But I'll get back to that. <laughs> Jeremy crunching the stats as we speak. Yeah. Um, Twitter Twitter verse. So here's here's my here's my two sided coin here. Right on the one hand, <clears throat> Hopi won you a championship. And when you look at the trajectory of his career and his his seasons, they are not very consistent. He has been a very up-and-down goalie, even in the championship years. Grubauer fucking started the playoffs that year. Right. He was <laughs> Grubauer was our horse in March and April to even get us into the playoffs to position ourselves right. that year. So Hopi has never been your like, he's never been your Lundquist. He he isn't that guy that 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 plays 68 games and is just your horse, and then you ride him into the playoffs. He's he's a very up-and-down goalie. When he's on, he's brilliant. See Stanley Cup run. <laughs> when he's off, see the first period last night. And my whole thing with Holpe, I, I love the guy. He's great. Even when he's been at his best, he will let in a goal or two that you just go, you got to fucking make that save. At some point as a goalie, it's not your fault. The three, the, If you watched the three shots back yesterday in isolation, none of them were his fault per se. You got to you got to save at least one of them. Here, you know, here's my problem, and, and, and the record—it's just one. <laughs> yeah, the, the record is not—it's not—it's not anything what you didn't say it was going to be. I'm not surprised by the record. They've been playing right. It's the way they've lost. They've been. Up. I agree. 
They've been up in the third period in most games, and they collapse repeatedly. So I don't understand why um, repeatedly, I think three consecutive games, they had the the lead in the third period, one of which was like a three-goal lead in the third period. I think it was the the, uh, um, Nashville Predators got four. It was 4-2, I think. But anyway. But so they, they can't close it out. And that's what bothers me, right? If they if they were tied in the third period and then the other team gets a gets a goal, okay. But when you have a chance to get two points against a good team and you're basically stealing points that we all didn't think they were going to get, and then they blow it, that's what's fucking frustrating. Like they could have the start that I said they were going to have, or I hope they were going to have, but they blew it at the end. It's not like they weren't in the games. The last game, that shit was over before it started. They just weren't ready to fucking play. Right. They just didn't want to, for whatever reason, they didn't want to play. Well, I mean, obviously the start of the game was bad because they, they certainly wanted to play at the end. If it wasn't for that, I think it was probably the right call on the offside. I mean, yeah. They're, they're back within a goal with two minutes to go, and they I mean, they honestly probably won the damn game because they were rolling them at that point. But I, that's where, you know, to, to your guys' point, Holtby needs to be better because, no, none of the three goals were awful. But the first one... Just get down your damn butterfly. The, the, thank the, you for saying so that, Jay. Well, Grimmie did the exact same thing later in the game. So it's just he like, did, well, he did. the two best goalies in the world, and they can't fucking stop him. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but, you know, in, again, none of them were really his fault, but it's one where if he stops one of them, different game. Bingo. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank and, you. You know, of course, you know, I can't go on any kind of even mini rant without talking about the assholes and stripes. They were fine, except I'm watching this game. Kuzi gets hooked. Possession change. Hathaway cross-checked. Possession change. Like, you know what? Okay, they're letting us play this game. Well, that lasted about six minutes. Then they started calling shit. It's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. They make one of those calls that's a completely different game. They may still not win the game, but that's what that's what pisses me off about these, you know, idiot referees who think they're the show. <laughs> you know, call the goddamn game consistently. Hopefully the players play consistently. But you know what? You get you get paid to do a job. You don't, you can't even fucking do it right. We need to investigate. We have a lawyer here. This is fraud. <laughs> it's a federal fraud case because this shit's broadcast all across. It's really international law. I don't know if we can get involved in that. But you know, all I heard is international law. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's I, not your specialty, Jerry. I, yeah, I thought he was talking about refs, and then <laughs> oh yeah, he went right. He went right to the mafia, yeah, he dude. Went right, yeah. He went right. Yeah, racketeering. Get on there. He went from referees <laughs> to litigation. That's all. Oh, it's fucking great. What a great there's rant. There's got to be some Rico stuff in there somewhere. <laughs> No, but again, when when you have a goalie of of the ilk that Holtby is, you have to make saves that aren't the normal save. You have to make a game changing save. And to your point, Jay, you're down two nothing early. If he saves the third one and that game stays at two nothing, I think we win that game. Yeah, you know? I agree. And the only thing I will say is, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's played well. He obviously hasn't saved since probably around like. 70 right now it's not good it's it's oh, not good at all oh because he was a like 868 or something like that going into the game and then three goals and three shots that's i mean that's just that's that's bad <laughs> um but i actually don't think he looks rattled i think he's got the same you know it kind of pisses you off almost because you're like shouldn't you be more pissed off he's gave up that goal he, i think he's just thinking he's like what the fuck am i doing i think that's that's the look he's got on his face now hopefully that's what am i doing i know what i need to do better not what am i doing i don't know what to do so hmm. so Here's well, who, who they got this week. They got Toronto. Toronto. Right. They got Toronto. Then they got the Rangers and the Blackhawks. That's the next three. Yep, yep. And and they really need to take five out of six points, in my opinion. 
um, because we gave away two on the road at Nashville. And if you go, hey, Nashville came back hard in the third, fine. The thing that pissed me off about that game, we gave up the two tying goals so easily without any fight. Yeah, I fall asleep. It's not just baseball. I fall asleep. I was game, like, so. fuck, dude. What the hell are we doing? Then we righted the ship. We completely dominated play. We got the fifth goal, and I'm like, oh, we're good now. And then we gave up two again. Not only did we give up the tying goal, we have four goddamn goals in one period. Four goals in one period, yeah. In the I, third I, period. I don't think I saw any of those goals. They so. could just awful. fall on the puck every time and do better than that. <clears throat> Jay, we, we, we went up. Morrison goal from the commercials. We went up 5-4 and proceeded to give up two two-on-ones in a row in which they scored on the second one, and then right off the face-off, they came in, and a point shot went right in and hope he looked like he never saw it. And it was like, Holy shit. Fucking Is this Stevenson. like a peewee game? Fucking Stevenson, dude. I don't even think he played that game. <laughs> I don't remember, to be honest with you. Uh, well, hey. For Jerry's sake, I'm going to say you did. All right, so Long season. So they're in second place. They got, what, eight points? Right? They're, they're it's well, early. They're it's well early. positioned. They're, go, they're going through the gauntlet, like we all said we were. But now it's time to start racking up some points. And, and I'm 100% with you. I expected this record. I did not expect it this way. Right. We're way too up and down right now. And Carolina is good. Carolina is very good. And by the way, the Devils aren't nearly as good yeah. as I thought they were. Fuck <laughs> them, dude. And Carolina, didn't Carolina just lose to Columbus? I think so. Columbus sucks my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. That's, That's interesting. Good. <laughs> They're pretty good. All I know is when you play Carolina, it's like you're playing an extra skater. At all points, because they're so fucking fast and they're everywhere. It's probably because Brendan Moore's cheating. <laughs> he could be. Hey, man, there's no reason the Caps yesterday looked outclassed in the first period. And I mean outclassed in terms of skating. And then flipped the script in the second period. That means they can do it. They Correct. just weren't ready to do Bingo. it. Bingo. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. And I know that's what pisses you off, yeah, too. That's what I'm saying. Fuck uh, Reardon. It would piss him off no matter what. So yeah. <laughs> that's fine. At least How do we consistent. get Brendan Moore? So we'll, we'll trade Holtby for Brenda Moore. We'll, we'll trade, and we'll trade Stevenson yeah. for Brenda Moore. <laughs> can, we, can we get Tomlin? Yeah. yeah. Tomlin. Oh, there's the segue, Jeremy. You All had right. to fucking do it, you All asshole. Right. Here's, here's some breaking news. It's, not, it's not, nothing official. Nothing official. But it's from everybody starting to report this Cleveland thing now. This was my goddamn it, by the way. See, it, well, this is what's on dogpounddaily.com. Oh, I'm just, sure they're fucking... Right. No, anything. <laughs> I think Frank runs it. They said that um, here. Here is why the the Browns. Um, it, it's starting to get leaked that they're talking to the Redskins about Trent Williams. Um, they have a guy named Greg Robinson at left tackle, and he's pretty good. But they have a guy named Chris Hubbard at right tackle, and he's terrible. Okay. So what they'd like to do is they'd like to move Greg Robinson over to right tackle and insert Williams at left tackle. Um, they just traded their second round pick from 2018, Austin Corbett, um, and uh, to the Rams. And they, uh, John Dorsey, basically admitted they reached for him, and it was a mistake. So they are reshuffling their offensive line. Got it. Um, in terms of what the potential trade would be, uh, the rumor is that the tight end David Njoku. That was yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> David Njoku would be – he's out for most of the year with a wrist injury. Yeah. Well, and – And a concussion. And a one. Perfect. Concussion. And a one for Trent Williams. Hmm. So um, the the Cleveland people are trying to say if it's if it's the tight end plus a two, then you definitely do it. No brainer, a one. Nah, I'm not really sure. But if you don't think the season's lost, then a one and a tight end, that does make sense. 
especially if he's expendable because they have this guy Cleveland and Ricky Seals Jones who can yeah who, who can yeah, step yeah, yeah. in and take over for for that was about three good games a, de- a decade right. or so it's good so, <laughs> he's so been around now, for a while now this is Arizona uh, recently right obviously um if if Najoku's got um. He's six four two forty six, so obviously he's not much of a blocker. But he's a more he's Jordan Reed. I've had him on my fantasy team the last two years. Right. He's very underwhelming. He managed to concuss himself <laughs> and hurt his wrist on the same right. Place. So, um, if you're the Redskins, you don't take him unless you get a one. Yes, because you need a one. agreed. Because of why, Jerry? You all the go. Why are you getting injured players? Right. Why? Why do we need more injured players? I mean, I can see. Do you think that's how Bruce negotiates? He's like, "Yeah, I see your healthy list. Give me your injured list." Who's the most injured guy (laughs) who has the highest ceiling? So it looks like we did something right. Right. I mean, I, I, but, but, but to that end, I was, I was always advocating for the Baltimore tight end, the big Hayden Hurst kid, and a one for Trent Williams, thinking that they could still use him. Uh, But so it, it does make sense if. If you get the medicals on this tight end and his, you know, and his, they check out okay. Right. You know, it's not like he's had seventy-five concussions like Reed, but if he's had one or two, and he's got a wrist and he could come back and play this year, but you're getting a one. If you don't get a one yeah, and one something else, is the key. That was over. not the report I Cause, saw. Because you can. Here, here's well, we have to have the one to trade for Tomlin. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Oh my God, that'd be classic skins, right? But here's the thing about the skins. But Trent Williams not reporting, even if he reports, he, if he doesn't play any games, his contract I read today goes another year. <laughs> so that's why he would be more a better trade candidate after the year is over because the team could get him on one more year plus another year. I see. Oh, yeah, still have two years. So they still have two years. So it's more enticing for it's the trade partner. It's more enticing for the trade. So that's uh-huh. why they say don't got play it. yet. Don't got play it, got it, got it, got and it. And if you're the Redskins, you might want to entertain, let them sit out all year, and then now, you have, now you're not under any pressure. You're not under any time pressure. Who gives me the best yeah. deal and I take it? I, I love this analysis the clock. because this sounds very, very sound. It sounds Which like uh, it's not going to work out exactly really because to. I got news for you. I fucking hate this organization right now. Oh, I hate him, dude. Watching oh, the I game Sunday, watching the game Sunday, worst game of pro football yeah. I've seen in quite some time. And the fucking Redskins are so bad. They almost well, allowed. It was their worst game this season. They fucking won somehow, but that was by far their worst game. Awful, awful, awful. It was a it, the, to, to listen to the people on the radio break the game down. Oh, like they're actually it was like chewing what, glass. This is what Case Keenum did. Fuck, I don't don't spend a minute on I'm, telling me I'm how to. Pretty sure game. Randy Barber watched the game blindfolded because he didn't get one thing right the whole fucking time. I will guarantee. It could have been a referee. I'm Jeremy. not going to guarantee you. They got at least one thing right, maybe. I strongly believe, strongly believe, that the Miami Dolphins. Tried to throw the game because <laughs> here's why they sucked all game except when Rosen was in. When Fitzpatrick came in, he was lighting them up. But that's why they didn't. I mean, they wouldn't have put Fitzpatrick in if they were throwing the game. I mean, no, same. no, no. Hear me out. <laughs> he comes up, he scores two touchdowns on basically two possessions. Right. He's got the momentum. You kick the extra point, and then you're fucking rolling in overtime. You get the ball, you score again, and you win. Right. 
I bet you the fucking owner of the Dolphins was like, what the fuck are you doing? Go for two and run a play that has no chance of making it. Okay, so and if you do have a chance, and if you do have a chance, then drop it. If I, if I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were on the mic to Brian fucking Flores saying, go for two and run a, run a play where the pass is behind the fucking line of scrimmage. Would they, would they run, Jeremy? <laughs> James Franklin in the house. <laughs> they ran a fucking um, bubble screen. A bubble <laughs> screen in the <laughs> pros. No, in the see, fucking pros on the two-yard line with the, right into the teeth of the defense. The perfect <laughs> joke was, though, they didn't go for two. They went for two. Ha, 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 ha. Ah. Yeah. And, and you, you know what, God? I will applaud them for having a plan because the Redskins are, are, are a disaster. I'm not going to go down the road of how fucking dysfunctional they are and how much they piss me off. It's been noted. Got it. They they can't even suck correctly. You said it last week. They can't even That's tank. A problem. They can't even tank the right way. I, what the fuck are they doing? I firmly believe that Dan Snyder has instructed Callahan not to play Dwayne Haskins because he can't run the risk of him looking bad. Of, of Dwayne Haskins coming out and looking bad. Um, so he has told them, do not play him until we get better. That's why he's not playing. You can't tell me that Dwayne Haskins could not have started and put up 17 fucking points against the Miami Dolphins. He would have played better than Case Keenum. That was a game that set up for him to throw for 303 touches. He would have played better. He I, I, I really believe that. He may have had two picks in does there. He not, does he not know how to throw the ball to Terry McLaurin? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Well, and if McLaurin doesn't doesn't drop that one, it's probably two plus and three touchdowns. Right. Yep. Just with Keenum in there. Right. Bingo, bingo. So, um, so they're not. not that Terry deserves any criticism. That kid's on fire. I love him. McLaurin. Yeah, I think he's yeah, a stud. He's man. amazing. He's, he's good. probably best receiver in the draft. But here, but here's the thing. But but stop playing him. <laughs> right. No, no. Here's the thing. It doesn't scare. It, it 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 pisses me off. Obviously, that Haskins is not playing. It pissed me off last week. I was screaming. People were texting me like, "What the fuck's your problem?" Calm down. I thought you were going to have to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But it's the fact that I believe Dan Snyder's making the call. Yeah, I think I you're probably right. I fucking believe Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen well, are making the call, and that's why this yeah. organization will never fucking win. Right. But I have a solution. Ah, oh, let's hear it. I have the solution. Counselor, let's hear it. The Redskins are first among equals of all the teams, right, in the Washington area. So when the Redskins suck... Everybody's angry, but that's because the Nationals aren't winning either, and the Caps are always frustrating, and the Wizards are fucking terrible, right? So there's really, of all the shitty and disappointing teams in Washington, they're the first among equals. But what's happened in the past couple of years? Mm-hmm. The fucking Caps win the Stanley Cup. That puts more pressure on the Redskins. The Mystics win for whatever Woo! that's worth, right? Mystics. Right? Good job, Mystics. That, that's a, but that's another championship. The Nationals are doing well. So now it becomes... You're the only team that's not fucking relevant. Yep. So we're not even going to talk about you anymore. We don't even give a... We're not even angry. We're past anger. Mm -hmm. That's what the Redskins are afraid of, of becoming... They're already irrelevant in the league, but irrelevant in the city. That's what they're afraid of. That's what will make Bruce Allen leave. So I see this shift of the, the, the more the Nationals win and the more the Caps are good. And, you know... Those two teams being good really sort of takes the fans' eyes off the Redskins. We're like, we're not even mad anymore. Right. No one even calls into the radio stations to complain anymore. 
Nobody does. I mean, I, I listen to it, and, and nobody calls in. To, I, I to can't them. actually listen to the radio station, so. But they they don't, and it's, it's like. It's awful. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're, they're trying to have Redskins conversations. I think Chad Duke said the other day, why is nobody calling? Hmm. Nobody's calling. That's how you get Bruce Allen out. Right. When they're not even, ang- where they don't even care enough to be angry. And they're being bar- embarrassed by the other team who's, who the fans are now concentrating on the Nats. Yep. That's how you well, get them out. Now you make me want them to keep sucking because I love the lack of Redskins talk on the radio. It's fantastic. Well, let I me mean, guess. <laughs> they're going to keep sucking because now they play two teams who are going to wipe their ass. I, I hope so. I hope so. Um, no, seriously. The only way for this team to have any shift for the future is to co- completely blow it up at the front office administration right. level. And I just see no signs of that happening. It we could go one in fucking 15. And Bruce Allen will stand up there, and he'll go, you know, good culture. We, have, we, we had six or seven games that could have gone either way. Hey, those go our way. We're sitting there at seven and nine just like we thought we'd be. And it, I mean, I, I really, honest yeah. to God, think they believe that. I get it. Alex Smith got injured. It's not their fault. And it really fucked them up. It did. It just fucked them up cap-wise. You know, you lose the most important player at the most important position, and he's still counting. You still have to pay him. He's still counting on your cap. That's That's just – bad luck but the culture is terrible and until it doesn't matter who the coach is the coach is irrelevant the guy who's calling the shots in terms of talking to the players right i mean you cannot have dan snyder talking to players you can't if i'm a new coach or a gm that comes in i say i want it in my contract that you will not talk to players. Right. He won't hire you because he loves doing that shit. Right. I have I, I believe hundred percent he's in Dwayne Haskins' ear all the time telling this is how we're gonna do it. This is how we're gonna do it. This is how, and it's it's gonna he's gonna ruin the fucking team. Because when Dwayne Haskins like RG three doesn't get his way, he's gonna run to Dan Snyder and the coach is gonna have no balls. Right. And no power and everybody's gonna disregard sure. him, just like they did with Shanahan. So, well, he's already ruined the team. He's ruined yeah. the franchise. He took something that was just the 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 the, the face of the league, one of the crown right. jewels of the league, and he just shit all over. But it. how do you fix it? You fix it by hiring someone who will tell him to his face, "I don't want you anywhere near the players." And he won't hire anyone that's going to say that. Then so they don't, we're going to be in this vicious cycle yeah, of suck. It doesn't matter who you hire. Ah, fuck! I hate talking matter. about it. It doesn't even matter who you hire. The only person that. It, I would say it matters if they hire. I don't even want them because they're going to have to give up assets. Is Tomlin? You don't have to give up shit. They're going to fire his ass after the year's over. See, I don't I, think so. I don't think they are. I think they will. I think the it, fan base in in Pittsburgh does not like Mike Tomlin. Well, they're, they're not tired of intelligent. Mike. So I know they're not intelligent, but you know, I mean, at some point, Sorry, at some <laughs> point, if you're Pittsburgh, you lost a uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, you lost the running back Ben's. On his last leg. And elbow. <laughs> and elbow. <laughs> well it's, said. It's time to redo everything. Right. It's time for a reset. See, but they're a good... See, this is why you might be right, because they're a good franchise that's run correctly. They might blow it up and start over, and then they'll be relevant again in two years. Oh, I get it. You know? And we'll be, saying, we'll be 6-10 and 10 still with fucking Case you, Keenum at quarterback. If, if you're trying to build a program and you make a trade for a fucking coach, I don't give a shit if it's Bill Belichick. 
You're a fucking idiot. I mean, that's just yeah, but it's not unprecedented. It's well, been done. Well, the thing is, though, with the Redskins, it's been done. Not for the yeah. shitty ass team like this. I agree with you. Play. They well, need I agree to get with picks. you. Getting Jordan Reed in the seventh or something—that's fine. But you, can't, you need <laughs> that new coach needs assets. And the only reason why I say Tom not a chance in the fucking world they'll make a trade for a coach. Not a chance in the world. I hope not, not even those fucking <laughs> morons. Yeah. Not even. I, I don't <laughs> trust them not to at all. Well said. I, I put nothing past them. You know, I, no, I, that, that's what bugs me because I mean I know it's just the Twitter bullshit, but that's what, you know the Williams rumors start today. They say yeah, yeah, they're building assets to go after Tomlin because they've been talking about Tomlin for like two weeks. And the only reason I don't think they fired him is I don't know if it was Kime or somebody was reporting that I, does, what is yeah, one year left after the season, Tomlin, correct, like, something like that, correct. Yes, they say that they're, they're basically in in this situation. And this was I think this was maybe even a Pittsburgh beat guy that got with Kime on this or whoever it was, and said that they they let him run that show in terms of if you they'll say hey do you want to go here if you do we'll trade you if you don't we won't it's that simple hmm. and so to me that i think they're going to keep him definitely through this season and probably through the end of his contract now after that i don't know because of exactly the reasons jerry has mentioned but i think he's there as long as he basically wants to be yeah all right so can we switch to the ravens yes sure. please anything ravens are four and two uh, first place. Just in, got Peters, right? In the AFC. They just traded for uh, AFC East. Uh, they just traded for for uh, the cornerback Marcus Peters. They traded Kenny Young in a fifth-round pick. Good Kenny, move. Kenny Young's a pretty good ball player. but they, He's not bad, but Peters helps them. Well, it, Peters, I mean, they are desperate for bodies, and they tried to get Ramsey. They tried to get Ramsey, but these, yep. they're desperate for bodies in the back, in the cornerback. Uh, in the in the defensive backfield, he's a good player. He's, he is. he's a major upgrade. He automatically steps into Q, uh, CB one cornerback mm-hmm. one. Nice. And it's and hard to it, it's hard to argue because they're in first place in that division. But that division's not great. No. And I, I still don't think they played well last weekend. They have been. I think. Now I say this, they're, but they're finding a way to win. And, well, they're and four that's what and they two, do. but th- and they they are. Running the ball at a historic pace, they're about ready to break the National Football League record in rushing yardage, right? But after that strong beginning, Hollywood Brown's not doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, it really uh, Lamar throws to Andrews or nobody, pretty much, right? I mean, he's their guy. It's not like their other wide receivers are, are making much noise. Ingram, really, Snead every once in a while, right? Uh, Ingram, Ingram once is probably the right number there. Right, Ingram uh, is, is starting to come on a little bit. He mm-hmm. had some nice well, he runs looks, last He week. looks good. I like right. Ingram. Yeah, he's a solid but now, player. But now they play the Seahawks and then the Patriots. So the next two, um, you know, if they can win one of those, but they they certainly needed a trade for a cornerback, mm-hmm. and so this appears to fit a need. And he's going to come in, step away. I mean, he, him, and Humphrey are, are, are decent. Yep, that's a decent tandem right mm-hmm. there. When Jimmy Smith comes back, be even better. Yeah, no, they're. Yeah, they're funny because I think they're trying to find themselves right now a little bit. They had yeah, they had what they thought was going to be you know a, a formula for winning, and it really hasn't played out the way they thought. Well, but that's why I give them a ton of credit because they're just fucking tough. Lamar is not as good throwing the ball as we had hoped. No, I agree. Do you bingo? He nailed just, it. He, he's nailed just it. Not, he just is not. A, he hasn't progressed like the way that they had said he had. And hoped he had. Yep. Waiting for that dynamic game where you watch him play and you see uh, glimmer and, and, you know, just little bits and pieces of Russell Wilson or, yeah. or Mahomes or whatever with the way they can just be elusive and get the ball down the field. He's elusive, and then he puts himself back into a corner. If he you know? doesn't run, he's not special. Yeah. 
you, you nailed it. You know, I was hoping that wasn't the case, but that's the way it's playing out right now. Well, I, this is not a, a specific comment because I haven't watched enough of them this season to know, but this is based, you know, piling on what Jerry said and also based on our earlier, you know, preseason comments and things. My guess is part of this is this new offense, and you can tell me if this doesn't make any sense, just isn't really ready to dominate. I don't know if that's the right word either, but basically new offense it's going okay. It's probably a B minus, C plus. It's winning them some games. But you need to know, you know, if this is really that newfangled or whatever it is, you either need to execute it right every time or you need to figure out what to do when it's not going right. And sometimes that's tough. Right. They're still four and two, and maybe they figure it out. But it just seems like whatever they were trying to do is certainly not working, you know, on, on all cylinders. Here, here's an interesting fact about Young, the linebacker that was traded. Um, he was a healthy scratch against Pittsburgh, and he didn't play it down against the Bengals last week. So he had been replaced by a guy named Josh Burns. Okay. So that makes the trade look even better. It's mm-hmm. not like you're losing any starters. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are a class organization. It's run correctly. And even if they aren't living up to the expectations that were possibly a bit too lofty, they are still finding a way to win games. And there they are at the top of the division, still trying to improve themselves, still trying to to muddle it through, as it were. <clears throat> And maybe this offense, like Jeremy says, maybe they're just, you know, a play or two away here or there, or you know, a read or two away that that, um, you know, he just hasn't had the opportunity to to do yet at this level, you know. It's just figure out when to do what with this new scheme. This isn't your typical, you know, it's not a West Coast, it's not a RPO, it's not a read option, it's it's some hybrid of all of that, and you know. It's not always going to be easy. That, that's all I'm saying. And, and I think that's what they're finding a little bit is it's not nearly as dynamic as I think they were hoping, or at least the fans were hoping. I would completely agree with that. You know, but, uh, hey, they're, they're finding a way to win. Well, the next two weeks at Seattle and then home to the Patriots, they got Huge. to win one of those. Huge games. Huge games. It's tough because we, we were talking about division. and I mean, Cincinnati, did they win yet? No, they're, no, they're, they're toast. But Cleveland is good enough, unfortunately. And how does Pittsburgh? I don't even know who they beat, but how do they go out and win with a third string quarterback? Because Tomlin's a fucking good coach. That's yeah, why I agree. They got exactly. they got a good culture. Damn, Damn good culture. Damn good culture Damn over good there. Culture. <laughs> All right, what the fuck happened to Maryland? Uh, we'll take it down a level to our college football. I will say fuck. this: West Virginia won't win another game all year. Just saying that. They showed up all right last weekend, didn't they? No, it's no? forty-eight thirteen. Oh, was it really? Jesus yeah. Christ! Okay. Well, see, it's funny because I wasn't watching. Was that a the Texas game or was that something else? No, it was Iowa State. I oh, wasn't. I yeah, wasn't sorry. watching the game. We talked last week how we thought the line was crazy. Yeah, I, I did. I, I don't have any respect <laughs> well, for Iowa State, but Iowa <laughs> spoiler: <laughs> Iowa State covered. Well, I, I wasn't watching <laughs> the game, and, and Holly goes, "Have you watched the game?" I said, "No, I'm recording it." And She's she like, goes, "Well, <laughs> it's tied." And this was like the game started at four. It was like seven. I was like, wow, okay. I look, we go to dinner at 7.20. I look at my phone. They're down 48-14. Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, I thought you said they were tied like 20 minutes ago. And she goes, oh, I was talking about in the first quarter. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even give me updated information here. I think they were all sort of tied. Oh. I look at it as 48-13 or whatever the fuck it is. All right, so I followed... I followed the Maryland progress yeah, we'll live. Watch the whole thing, so I'll chime in after. <clears throat> and then I watched it back painfully on DVR. Um, less painful than in real time, obviously. <laughs> um, so I watched it with some jaded glasses because I knew what was going on. Um, talk about the Caps having a shitty start and a slow start. 
last night. That's what the Terps look like. They looked like they were running in mud, and I don't know what was worse. Was the first quarter or Purdue's helmets? I'd say the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely the first quarter, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, now, this gets back to something we've been talking about with Maryland in all their losses, really. It's like when something goes wrong, they just don't seem like they know what to do. And then on top of that, Piggy, and uh, you know I love Piggy. I forget which side. I know there was a, a dollar bet somewhere. I don't remember which side of the fence you guys were on, so this is not a shot at whoever was saying it. But all over, you know, the message boards and things. Back to last season. Oh, if Canada plays Piggy, we're better. You know, you should, you know it's never a fair fight. Why did Jackson get the job? Oh, it's going to play at Virginia Tech. Piggy's better. Piggy fucking sucked <laughs> on Saturday. He was so bad. Jerry I, called yeah, that one. I felt bad for him because it's almost like it's. It, I don't know if it was the play call. I don't know what the problem was, but you know what, what was it? Forty to fourteen was at the final. Correct. A fourteen point swing is one hundred percent on him. Just with horrendous, not even kind of bad, horrendous decisions. That pick six at the end of the half was the pick six. At the end of the half. The other pick they had in, in, in you know in plus territory. They're driving. They're on fire. They're going to score on that possession. Yep. Now, and, and that just it's. You know, I, I know people love to shit on coaches and shit on and say, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They, they're playing favorites, this, that, and the other. Well, the exact thing that we sort of, even if we didn't know it, that we saw, even with, um, you know, with Jackson, he usually would chuck the ball so far out of bounds, you'd be like, what was he trying to do there? Piggy doesn't do that. He still throws the ball and there's nothing there. <laughs> and it's like, you know, again, I know he's trying, especially later in the game, but he it's it's obviously his decision making. I mean, obviously he had a great touchdown run. I felt like his athleticism, you know, shined, but he would almost get himself he's like, Hey, I'm free again, and then he just t- throw a terrible pass. It's like we give off getting sacked. Do we give up forty <laughs> fucking points to Purdue? And granted, I know I know there's a pick six. I know we didn't take care of the ball, but that's fucking awful. Yeah, well, I don't know what they did, but they were they were solid. I was not expecting that, especially all their injuries oh, and that's stuff. That's so pathetic to the, hear. Uh, you know, they were good. The Syracuse game seems like four years ago. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. Ten. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. And now, like, all the hype we had at the beginning of the season. I know. And all the all the confidence. And you beat Penn State. Now you're doing on something special. <laughs> it's all gone now. I mean, it's all, like, you know. I, I don't even know what to say. It's it, Jeremy made a really good point. It's like when they go bad, they go so terribly bad. Yeah, when they yeah. lose, it's like right. they get crushed. Yeah, they just, I mean the wheels or when fall they off. Win, they crush. So when when I when I was again when I was following along in real time, and we were just getting rolled early, I was like, damn it! And I look back, and it was twenty to fourteen. I'm like, all right, cool. We had an awful first quarter. Got our shit together a little bit. We're gonna right the ship. This thing's gonna go down to the wire. It's gonna be thirty-seven, thirty-one. Hopefully we're on the winning side, but whatever. And then I look back, and it was thirty to fourteen. And right. It, was, I, it just kept and getting worse and worse. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Just to make it even worse than that, I would say that I never really felt like it was going to come back down to the wire. You know, even though I would have said that before the game because they just, they were not in it. But they, I want to say, they forced a fumble like ten minutes left in the fourth. And you know where they could have gone and made it at least a respectable score, they just again kept going the wrong direction. And I, yeah, that's the part of it that it. you know. Unfortunately, because again, I am I am going to support Loxley um, until he gives me a reason not to. Um, but well, the, an Xbox, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, Nintendo. <laughs> no, but uh, it, the the coaching staff seems a bit when things are going great, 
they they are a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. The second it goes poorly, like you said, they'll look around. No one knows what's going on, and that players and coaches. And I think Locks will learn that. I don't know if it's just he'll change his demeanor a little bit. He'll talk to his OC or DC and, and try to figure something out. But even he he looks frustrated and flustered. And, he does. You know, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say body language matters. Who cares? But you know, his is not good. And I think that you know, I just. I actually expect more from him because I, I do think he can do the job. And it's I, I think the team feeds off of him. And right now it's just things aren't great. you know. But, again, we were too positive early in the season. You know, as long as they can keep learning this year, you know, obviously a bowl is pretty much out of the question now unless they, you know, really turn something around. But just, you know, improve a little bit each week. And that's something that actually hasn't been happening either, and that's what bothers me. Yeah, I agree. Before we get off – Tonight, I want to tell you about a game I did watch over the weekend, which was the JMU-Villanova game. Hmm. And that was a really good game. Uh, There's a lot of talent on those two squads, by the way. Villanova came in top five in there, and JMU was top five. Villanova was undefeated. Uh, I think JMU had one loss to West Virginia. But they Hmm. played it was – they ended up winning 38-24, but that's the game was much closer than that. They got a couple late touchdowns. But what was cool is – Villanova's running backs from Damascus. <laughs> yes, um, nice. A couple linemen were from Frederick County type thing. Nice. Like o- Oakdale. Hell yeah. And then JMU has three or four kids from Good Counsel, including the running back. No shit. So it was all a couple kids from Frederick. Oh, that's kind of awesome. A, a little local that, flavor yeah, so in that game. Both teams had starters and guys who were playing from Montgomery County. Ah, oh, cheers! So it, was, awesome. it was it was cool to yeah, watch. That. Yeah, and well, in Frederick County, yeah, but, but that's, it was that's cool. really cool. Yeah, so that that was that was an interesting game to watch, and uh, good good game. It was twenty four twenty four well, one in the fourth. Th- that level of play in that in the top ten in that in that division in college football is legit. I'm gonna it, I'm gonna tell you something that you guys may not agree with. James Madison Stadium is better than Bird. It is beautiful. It's awesome. It is beautiful. We drive by it from time to time, and it's when you it, go down to your uh, states. Yeah, I know. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when your butlers are driving you, yes. Yeah, because that's what butlers do, jackass. Whatever, your driver, <laughs> butler, chauffeur. It's it's a you know it's yeah, whatever. A, it's yeah, a, their stadium, their stadiums, their stadiums, legit, man. Really nice, really nice. You mean Bird's not a nice looking stadium? I mean, well, Bird from, looks like four stadiums. Well, it's not Bird anymore, unfortunately, but it's like four stadiums chopped together and thrown yeah. together. Like a it has one set. side that goes up seventy five stories and one side that goes up a half a story. Yep, yep, yep. exactly. Yeah, it's I remember being a kid going to football camp going. And that stadium kind of sucks. <laughs> and I didn't even know what a stadium was. I mean, that looks weird. Why is one side so high and one side's like not uh, even? It wasn't like that when you were a kid, but go ahead. Yes, it was. So, so we will wrap up our uh, our sports talk this weekend or this week, and and hopefully this time next week we're talking about you know the World Series schedule, who the Nats are playing, um, you know how it plays Knock out. On wood. Knock on wood. We're green. <clears throat> whatever. This hopefully. Is. Hopefully the uh, at some point. hopefully the caps have uh, <laughs> found a way to hopefully the caps have found a way to uh, you know play a little bit more consistently and uh, you know get some points in this tough stretch here early in the season. Um, I personally hope that the Redskins get the shit absolutely kicked out of them oh, by gonna, by San Francisco. Yeah, they're gonna get, they're gonna get annihilated forty five uh, I I absolutely hope so. The only hope for that franchise is a redo, and without embarrassing themselves, it's not going to happen. The only hope is so. that Dan Snyder does not is not able to have any function with the team, and I don't, I don't want to <laughs> wish ill will on him or anything. But that's the Clearly. only hope. This 
Unless he's gone a billion different directions. Yeah, he needs to have a contract where he's not allowed to have any conversations with anybody on the team, any personnel. Oh, That's the only way. It's just not going to happen. It's so depressing. Um, and hopefully the Ravens you know, can split the next two, like you said. Um, that would be key. Um, and, hey, when are we doing our uh, NBA preview, guys? <laughs> Fuck, I hope never. There's a never. But college basketball oh, is coming. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Yes, I got, I got I got a magazine that uh, Terps preseason ten. Yep, preseason number. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, that. That will be fun to preview for sure. Um, so might, please, almost its whole own whole episode. Yeah, so please, uh, you know, tune in next week. Um, we'll see where our gnats are going, our caps are going, our skins are gonna go right down the drain. I guarantee it. I hope they lose every game. You know, but hopefully they will entertain us because uh, if nothing else, they're a fucking clown show over there. All right. Um, all right, boys. So until next week, wings, beers, and tears, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Spotify, Google Play. Download, subscribe, drop us a line, give us a listen, laugh. Peace. See you guys. Cheers, guys. <laughs>